So, me and Kolo were walking over to Ann's house. If I'm being completely wholeheartedly honest with you guys, that was probably even more nerve-wracking than when I was literally just regaining my sanity after the whole Jordan incident. Once we had reached the door, I kind of just stood frozen. Khalil was the brave one in this situation, and he took action first. It was totally, just like I said in the last episode, it was as if the roles had been reversed, and he was the one taking action and being like, dude, stop being such a wimp, and I was the one just cowering in the corner like, no, you know, except instead of something petty and stupid that Khalil would be afraid of, it was murder, and I was obviously the one afraid of it <laughs> this time. I don't know if that, if I'm making any sense right now, but you know. So, uh, I just randomly had a thought again. I thought about how Whitney got cheated on by sauerkraut, and then she got cheated on with sauerkraut, and Whitney just couldn't get to break it, and no one in sauerkraut's presence could. I started thinking about myself and thinking, jeez, even I can't get to break here, it seems. God, I can only imagine how this must be impacting everyone else. But then I thought about something for a minute. As Khalil was walking into Anne's house, he said, hey, it's okay if you don't want to go in there. And I was like, alright, thanks. I'll, I'll wait up here for you. Literally just run out if you see anything of importance. And he was like, sure, okay, whatever. And so I, uh, just, I, uh, I was just sitting out there thinking, and I thought, as suspicious as I am of Ruth and Jeremy for instantly assuming it had to be a murder, and instantly just assuming that uh, we're the ones, me and Cole, Papa were the ones that tried to kill Delaney, I thought of something. They both stated that Delaney was, uh, walking kind of weird you know she seemed iffy and that's just minutes moments before she died she seemed like she was completely out of it they said not to mention the fact that uh you can clearly see the uh sorry i keep saying uh you could clearly see from the you know the recording tapes the security camera footage that she was we did exactly, exactly what Austin and Corey told us to, by the way. We didn't back look at the security footage. They were not lying. But the thing is, we didn't look at it for very long. And I thought, why don't we look at it after we are done investigating Ant's house? I don't know why, but I felt a sudden urge to run in and just go look for Khalil. I didn't have to look very hard, though. Because he was already on the floor. And there was no dead body or anything. God, thank God, dude, luckily. But Ant's sketchy blue powder, and it wasn't just blue this time. It was literally every color you could imagine. Strewn out across the floor. This is... Cole couldn't finish his sentence. I didn't know how he knew I was in here. Since my footsteps weren't even that loud, to be honest. I wasn't wearing shoes at the moment. Uh, I, to be honest, I was confused, too. Hey, is, is Anne home, do you think? 
talking about that. Can't kill the vibe. He shrugged his shoulders. No, I, I don't really know. I'm pretty sure that she's not, though. I don't know where the hell else she could be. He started like, he started sounding like he was getting mad almost. Then, he scared me. Like, Papa never gets mad. Literally never, ever. He just stomped his foot so hard on the ground. Jesus Christ, dude. It was so loud. And he just, like, threw all of the blue powder. I didn't even realize it was in his hands. It was, like, green and pink and blue powder. And he just threw it into the air. And he started screaming, I am so done with this shit. Like, oh my god, dude. Calm down. And I was like, Khalil, why are you screaming? Come on, we should probably tell the police about the dead bodies. And maybe watch the security footage over again. I don't know why I was talking about the police anymore, you know, just now instead of, you know, back then, I guess my mind wasn't thinking correctly. Well, obviously, I literally went insane for a bit, but, uh, he, he <laughs> seemed like he was kind of, like, you know, shocked at what he had just done. He was like, I, I'm so sorry. And I was like, it's okay, Khalil. <laughs> We both had our little mental breakdowns. He was like, <laughs> he laughed and he was like, yeah, I know. yeah, I mean, I guess it's okay, but I, I think you're right. We should defo watch, defo, he didn't say defo. <laughs> we should definitely uh, watch the security footage back again, you know, but in the room Delaney got so-called murdered in. I shrugged my shoulders and was like, do you think that if it really was like a, you know, accident, and, or maybe something fell on her, or something like that, do you really think that someone would go to jail for that? Khalil sighed, unfortunately, that's, that's how it works, I mean, it's murder, even if it was just someone doing it by accident, but if you really believe that something just fell on her, or something, then I don't know. I feel like we would never be able to forget about this moment. It's traumatic. At this point, Khalil was just rambling, but I started to, you know, get what he meant. No matter, even if one of us was a killer or something like that, crazy, something crazy like that, either way, we would still never be able to forget something as traumatic as this. No matter what. So, we got back to the shelter, and it was... It was the next day, pretty much, uh, and, um, Austin and Corey were already there, and they ran up to us, they are like, guys, we were waiting for you, because we texted them, well, Khalil did, obviously, my phone doesn't work anymore, ugh, unfortunately, but, uh, Khalil texted them, and then he was all like, dude, we, all three, all four of us have to meet up, and, um, because this is like 4.30 something in the morning, like, I'm pretty sure it was 4.31, me and Khalil were just hanging out. Uh, Khalil hopped out into the bay. His mom didn't even notice. She didn't realize. But, uh, while the police were kind of, like, investigating everything, we were talking about, uh, talking to each other about this. And so we all decided that we would meet up, all four of us, uh, back at the shelter. And since Corey and Austin worked at night, they, um, were already there, obviously. Duh. But, uh, we decided that since, um, Delaney and Jordan were, like, dead now, essentially, 
they needed more people to work at the shelter. That would be a perfect opportunity to get Kolo in. So we signed up, but we still needed one other person. But, you know, we can think about that later, obviously. But it was now official. Kolo worked at the shelter, and his mom had no say in it, so he could be out as late as he pleased, as long as he had the proof, aka the money that he had to give her every single day to prove that he was actually working. That was good, because even if he didn't show up to work one day, we could still hang out late at my place, and no, I don't just mean from sleepovers and shit like that. I mean, actually, actual, like, investigating and stuff. But yeah, so, uh, it was the four of us, and we all decided, hey, we should all wait for each other, whoever gets there first to just wait for everyone else, you know, to, uh, just, like, come, I guess, and so we could all watch the security tapes together. So we did that, and it was weird, though, because it was just a black screen, the room Delaney got murdered in. We fast-forwarded it, but still a black screen. So Corey went out, um, leaving Austin with us to go and check. Then he screamed, guys, I need you guys to check this out. This is weird. We went over. We ran there. We thought he had seen a, another dead body or something. Like, I wouldn't be surprised at this point, honestly, dude. But, uh, it wasn't. No, don't worry. But guess what was covering the goddamn camera, bro? And sketchy blue powder, my dude. It was Anne's sketchy blue powder. And another thought. See, I, was, I kept having the thoughts about the dogs. What? Why was Toad so happy about having Anne's blue sketchy blue powder? ASBP. What does he call it? Anne's sketchy blue powder. Yeah, ASBP all over him. Uh, and... How did he even get a hold of it? How did it cover the camera? So we fast-forwarded it like 10 days. 11, I think it was. We kept going until we eventually hit 26 days. 27 days. So, which means that the murder had essentially been planned 26 days ahead of time. All of the cameras were just blackened out. With Ants Blue Powder, ASBP. Just, it was insanity. Except for, obviously, like, the main cameras. It was all the, like, rooms. You know, like, the bathrooms, the, the private areas, stuff like that. They were all just, boom, blacked out. See, the weird thing is, 26 is, like, my lucky number. Every single time I see the number 26, a million good things, like a rush of good luck happens to me. It's so weird. But the fact that this was 27, <laughs> I don't know why, but I felt like it, it held kind of a meaning, like, dude, you had such a good thing here, aka my 26, and then you just had to go and ruin it. I don't know why I felt like it was my fault, but it kind of was, seeing as I was the one who invited Delaney. Obviously, someone was planning to murder someone, but who knows if it was really Delaney, and who knows what went down, but all I know is that I can trust Jeremy and Ruth as much as I hate them with my entire heart, despise them so bad right now, I can uh, still trust them. I sent them the videotaped footage, not knowing how they uh, didn't block Khalil, 
this is obviously all all on Caleb's phone, by the way, because like I said, you know that that I can't text anyone. It's the glitch. Speaking of the glitch, I spent I stayed up all night, late night, researching that. And Austin's like a real tech kind of guy. Um, and so is Braden. He's into engineering stuff and mechanics. At the si- no, <laughs> no, engineer stuff and mechanics. But no, he's into mechanics and, you know, engineer stuff. But also really good at technology and stuff. I don't know how he manages to be so good at both of them. But yeah, he's really great at multiple things. He has many talents, I suppose. But yeah, so, uh, he took a look at it. Him and Austin both is, like, the first time they met, so it was really awkward there. They're both, like, really awkward guys, dude. Honestly, they suck at meeting new people. I hate, I hate seeing awkward moments, and this was just so bad. I had to look away. But they, they told me that my phone had, like, a virus in it the next day. It was, like, well, it wasn't really the next morning or anything, but, uh, I mean, eh, I guess it was. It was five. Five something. I looked at the clock. Five twenty-seven. 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 Weird. How I kept seeing the number twenty-seven, which is just one number, one number higher than my lucky number. I was like, ah, bad luck day again. And it just happened to be. I'm just kidding. I wasn't gonna say March twenty-seventh. That would be funny though. That would be very sus. That'd be very weird. But yeah, so, uh, we all met up at the shelter again, and, uh, he, uh I didn't have my phone on me, though, obviously, but Braden got it kind of, like, a little bit fixed. He got it a little bit working. Um, so we took care of the dogs as usual, and me and Ruth were kind of, like, awkward with each other, and she was like, so I saw the tape you guys sent me. I'm, I guess we can all trust each other then. And I was like, yeah, but that doesn't mean we're making up or anything. Don't think of that as like a, hey, I miss you. And she was like, God, shut up. I know that, dude. And I was like, oh, my God, bro. And I didn't really want to argue with my ex-best friend here, especially not after murders had just happened. But I did want to get the truth out of her. Randomly out of the blue, I asked, was Jeremy cheating on me with you? Please be honest. No, Ruth said. She sounded like she was taking a sigh like a breath. But he was cheating on you. Not with me, though. I don't know how you figured that one out, but I've known ever since we used to be best friends. So Ruth was lying to me, basically. Everyone I trusted was lying to me. At least that's what I felt like. Obviously, I knew Khalil wasn't lying to me. Obviously, I knew... (laughs) Like, Emily, Alicia, Alyssa, all my other friends. Avia Vlock, even though I don't don't hate her, but we're not friends anymore. But she wasn't lying to me. I trusted her for whatever reason. Even though the last time we saw each other, we got into a massive fist fight. (laughs) But yeah, I do trust her as an acquaintance to me, you know? Uh, They weren't lying to me. But I felt like my entire world just crumbled down. See, Ruth was my literal best friend. I wasn't realizing at the time that Khalil was the true best friend here. He literally never did a single thing wrong to hurt me. And yeah, I was so hooked on Ruth and Jeremy. Who was he cheating on me with then? And she just shrugged aside. And she said, I don't know. Figure that out on your own, I guess. I can ask him. I mean, it's the least I can do for you. 
Why was she being so nice to me? We literally just got into an argument, sort of, kind of. And I was curious, so I asked, why are you being nice to me? And she's like, I don't want to get into another fight with you. Look, I'm sick and tired of this. I'm sorry. You know, seeing Delaney like that kind of got me worked up. Like, can we be friends again? And I was like, I'll, I'll fucking think about it, dude. But don't get your hopes up. And she was like, sure, whatever. Um, I'll try and get the truth out of Jeremy. And so we agreed that if she was able to get the truth out of Jeremy, who he was cheating on me with, I don't know why I cared so much so badly, but uh, if she could, then I would be able to, well, I, I guess I would agree to hanging out with her and going to, like, Chick-fil-A or something. Um, maybe McDonald's, you know, something like that. But didn't, that didn't matter at the moment. So it was me... Jeremy, Cologne, Corey, and Austin. All five of us. Having five people in a room together felt so familiar. It kind of made me nostalgic for just literally a week ago. Back when it was me, Anne, even though I hated her. Me, Anne, Ruth, Jeremy, and Avia Vlock. And we were all just hanging out, being best friends, chilling, vibing, eating Starbucks together, watching random YouTube videos that didn't make sense at all to us at the time. It it was fun. Even if even if me and Avia walked on to random fights and and I hated each other, it it was kind of familiar, you know? But this time, instead of just friends and enemies hanging out and finally making peace with each other, it was just us. Whatever you could call us. So, uh, Ruth was obviously still trying to get the truth out of Jeremy while not making it too obvious. Well, that wasn't really my main focus of the day, even if I could... So, let me just explain my thinking to you guys real quick. Uh, Ruth clearly wants to be friends again. But, I don't really want to. I mean, I kind of do, but I'm juggling between wanting to and thinking, no, she's probably lying or something. You know, it, it, it's insane how quickly she just turned your back, turned her back on me, you know? On you, yeah? And, yeah. So, uh, like, who's saying she won't do that again? Bruh. And it won't hurt even more the next time. Because it's for it again, is basically what I'm thinking. So, uh, I can, like, make her, you know, get the truth out of Jeremy, investigate a little bit for me, and eventually... I guess you could say I was, like, playing with her, which is a bad thing, obviously. But I just felt like it it was honestly a massive help, because Ruth wouldn't be very helpful otherwise. Ruth, you check the cameras every day, right? Khalil said, randomly. And she was like, oh yeah, you're right, so I could just, whoever the killer is will think I'm just checking the cameras normally, and looking at the normal cameras to make sure that uh, no dogs are getting into fights or anything. But in reality, I'll be watching and seeing who looks suspicious, if anyone was hiding weapons anywhere. And I honestly, that made me smile, dude. I was like, Ruth, you know what? I just, I felt like I was just going to be friends with her again, then and there. But I just hugged Pop instead. I was like, you guys, good job. Um, and Ruth just looked at me and gave me a knowing look like, yeah, I'll, I'll try and get the truth out of Jeremy. I was like, thanks. I just kind of like gave her a little bit of a smile and a little bit of a head nod. She gave me a wink. 
um, and a smile. So, uh, we all parted ways not to watch this business, and we had, like, a little circle of trust, I guess you could say, and everyone who naturally usually worked at night was now helping, and, well, not everybody, but some of them were now working at the day, and, uh, we just acted, we pretended like everything was normal and nothing had happened. Um, obviously, if someone was asking, hey, how do you guys feel about the murder, can you comfort us, you pretend to be all sad, like, obviously, we missed our best friends, but, you know, we were still confused, and, you know, it was insane, so, uh, we were all just like, oh, yeah, it's crazy, you know, what, what happened, and then all real, in all actuality, we were just trying to get down to the bottom of this, so, I explained to them that we still don't know what happened to Anne, and if we do find another person who works at night and night alone only, dead, then I think that might just, like, help my theory that someone at night is trying to kill the other people at night, or something like that, and they're all like, yeah, obviously it's not someone, like, one of the day workers here, and Jeremy, I hate him so much, anyway, uh, he was like, well, what about Anne? I mean, you don't know. She kind of quit really abruptly. And I was like, yeah, and I was thinking the same thing. Ruth was kind of like giving me an awkward look, and I was like, ugh, I know. I hate talking to him after I know, you know. And and so, randomly, she was like, oh, by the way, Pixie, I need to, like, pull you aside a little bit. And Jeremy was like, hey, where are you guys going? And, and um, I was just like, oh, um, well, we're actually... I forget what I said, really, but I just, we, we were kind of just, like, stubborn, and he was like, never mind, you know, I was just kind of making random noises, so she was like, ah, but yeah, anyway, so she, I was like, any news on Jeremy or something, and she was like, yeah, you're not really gonna like this, though, I was like, Avia, she said, no worse, Khalil, no, oh god, no, you're worse, Anne, and she paused, and she was like, no, no, it's not Anne either. I stopped and I thought, who the hell? And then eventually, she she just like leaned in and said, his mom. And I I shelved her back and I was like, dude, you're supposed to be taking this seriously. I thought you were going to help me. And she's like, I'm not joking. He is in a sexual, a romantic relationship with his mom. I saw it with my own two eyes. If you don't want, if you don't believe me, I, I filmed it. And I was like, why would you film that, dude? And she's like, so you believe me? I was like, no. And she was like, here's, here's this tape. She wasn't lying, let's just say. Jeremy, the man I've been dating, was also dating his mom sexually and consensually. I just, like, I felt the urge to scream, but instead, Ruth just, like, pulled me in and hugged me, and kind of just, like, helped me, you know, she felt warm, comforting, and she's like, I'm, so I'm sorry, I didn't, oh, man, and then she just couldn't really talk, and I was just hugging her back, I was like, let's be friends again, and she was like, yeah, don't worry, by the way, you don't smell like Jeremy's ugly, dumb, fat, disgusting, stupid, plebeian mom. And I was like, I know, but I have old person on my lip. And I was just sobbing. She was like, no, honey, you don't. <laughs> and we were both, like, kind of crying. I don't know why Ruth was crying. Maybe happiness. I'm happy because we were best friends again. But, yeah, so, uh, 
then Khalil came in and he was like, I don't know why you guys are crying, but come in. Because we just found something. Hello everyone, welcome back. And I know we are all left on a bit of a cliffhanger at the last episode. If you guys don't know what I mean, now I know you guys probably don't want to sit through an entire two hour long thing. But if you guys could uh, please watch that, I'd definitely appreciate it because I'm, I have a very bad memory and overall I just feel like it's a lot better and... So, if you don't want any spoilers for what happened, then feel free, you know, to pause this, go over there. I Trust me, if you have not already watched that last episode, everything's like, it'll be a lot more exciting. This episode will. Or disturbing, or... I don't know, whatever you... Whatever. If you get some sick enjoyment out of seeing me suffer, then yeah. Alright, so spoiler warning right now. Click off if you please. So here's a little recap for those of you who have not clicked off yet, didn't see the uh, last episode. Completely fine, I understand. Um, but yeah, so uh, Anne quit that day. And so we're just kind of looking for people to fill in for her, you know. Not really because we needed extra help. It's a pretty small shelter, but... uh. In general, just felt kind of lonely there. Like, I mean, you know, it was just Jeremy, Ruth, and I, and you know, it was it, we're all three of us inseparable. At least that's what we thought. Thought we were gonna be best friends forever. And obviously, there was Papa, and then everyone else in the friend group, Braden, Bailey, everyone. But uh, yeah. So uh, we decided to have Bailey, uh, not Bailey, sorry, uh, Delaney come in, and. Uh, we had a pretty good day, to be honest. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> we all went home, and we went to Jordan's house. Jordan's a friend of ours. After we left his blue jacket at school, we hung out for a little bit, and we said our goodbyes. We went to the shelter the next day, and Khalil came with us. You know, just to get an early start on the day. He doesn't work there, but he's been thinking about it, just, uh, you know fix a place seem a little bit less lonely. And so, uh, while we were there, I was getting weird calls from people saying, hey, why do you keep calling me, even though I wasn't calling anybody. I didn't think anything of it. Well, at first I was like, okay, Jeremy's mom is up to something, I believe, because we never really got rid of her, you know, hacking issues or anything. We never really fixed that problem there. But, uh, so, it was me and Papa in the back room calling Braden Bailey and everyone else saying, hey, completely ignore any calls you get, it's not us, uh, we don't know what's going on. But yeah, so we came back, and it was all happening at the exact same time while Chantal was actually having puppies. Her and Whitney's puppies. Uh, that's what I thought at first, for whatever reason. You know, because they're dating and so loyal, huh, cop cop, but, uh, we noticed something, Delaney wasn't there anymore, even though she was with Jeremy and Ruth, but Jeremy and Ruth were all alone, and so we decided to go look for Delaney, they both stated that Delaney was gonna go to the bathroom, but went in the wrong direction, she looked really out of it, and honestly kind of confused, so, uh, we decided to just go see where she was. Little did we know that that'd be the most 
traumatic experience of our lives. We walked into the door. We saw our best friend, Delaney, with a stab wound. At least that's what we thought. Khalil kept saying that it probably wasn't a stab wound. It looked like something had been thrown into her, or she got punched with something really hard. But I don't know why he thought that. He kept talking about the size of the wound and how it wouldn't make sense for a blade to be that thick. Even though she could, well, the person who killed her, or attempted the murder, or whatever the hell they were trying to do, could have just twisted it around or something. We never got to the bottom of who did that and why. But, a lot of stuff happened. Jeremy and I broke up after he constantly accused me and Khalil of being the ones who tried to kill Delaney. Delaney died at the hospital that night. Though we weren't aware of this, obviously. Well, it's not obvious, but you know. Still. So, uh, we all just kind of, well, me and Khalil just kind of hung out. We met two other people at the shelter. Because I called... I called the people who work at night, and obviously we don't know them well, but they weren't responding, which, like I said, we don't know each other well, so I guess that's fine, but I would have expected them to at least send back, like, a thumbs-up emoji at very least, you know, something like that, to just say, okay, cool, I got the message, but they never did, so I was confused, and I, I was like, okay, cool, you know what, we better, we better go to the shelter, because at the time, we were both at Subway, just talking to our another, another one of our friends, Brady, who was trying to get you know, a scholarship, you know, he was working really hard to become a, a mechanic instead of a lame chef, which is not what he wanted to be, but what his mom wanted him to be. That does kind of play a little role here, so remember that. Drilled into your brain. <laughs> but yeah, so, uh, the two people we met were really friendly, and they were siding with us over Jeremy and Ruth, it seemed. Their names were Austin and Corey. Now, Austin and Corey, like I said, were really friendly and siding with us. So we kind of felt like they were, like, a part of me and Khalil's friend group now. So, uh, we decided that we were just gonna talk to them for a little bit. They seemed comfortable, and they seemed safe and welcoming and warm, you know? But, uh, after a little bit, they, they told us something that threw both of us off, both me and Khalil. They said that Delaney, Jordan, and someone else had been coming to the shelter late at night, even though that would have, I don't know, it just seemed wrong because Delaney had never told us. If if she was going to join the shelter, then I don't know why she wouldn't tell us that. Same thing with Jordan. Obviously, though, I couldn't really call him because my phone was glitching out and doing that weird thing where no one could hear or respond to my texts or calls or anything. But, uh, I was just really confused. We decided, so, we, me and Papa both decided to walk over to Jordan's house to see what was up with that. Obviously, we didn't know this. We thought Delaney was just, uh, you know, in the hospital, but she was obviously dead. So, uh, basically, um, we went over to Jordan's house wasn't answering, so we threw a stone through the window. Dead true. No, that's not an exaggeration. Clearly, he had died. There's no way someone could survive that amount of blood loss. How did they get into his house, though? That is what concerned us the most. But, 
we decided to do <laughs> decided to do, sorry uh, decided to do some snooping. We were suspicious of Jeremy and Ruth, uh, and also Anne because she just left the shelter so abruptly. It it was really random. Could she possibly have been planning something? I don't know really, honestly. But uh, I found some text messages between Jer um not Jeremy sorry uh, Jordan and Anne. Which obviously shouldn't it shouldn't work that way because uh, Anne and Jordan don't know each other unless Anne was the third person coming at night to help. She had been lying to us. Not that bad of a lie, but it was all so confusing. And that really explained the whole thing with the blue powder. How well it didn't really explain what the blue powder was exactly, but uh. It did explain how she was getting so much of it and finding ways to hide it, even though we all got there before her, it seemed. She hid it at night. And so, it made sense. And I was thinking, why would she do that? And how come they're only killing, whoever they're killing is, they're only killing the people who work at night? And why Delaney and Jordan? Specifically, is there a reason for it? I was literally going insane. I was losing my damn mind. Khalil had to set me straight for a bit. We both decided, you know what we're going to do? We are going to go to Anne's place and see if she's alright too. Because if Anne is also dead, then that means they're slowly killing off everybody that works at the night. Because there's more people that work in the day than at the night, so clearly they would have killed one of us day workers off at, at this point, you know, if they were planning to kill us all, or maybe kill us in a pattern, but no, if Anne really had died too, it would be just they're killing everyone off that works at night, and we'd have to warn Austin and Corey, that's the end of the synopsis. <laughs> That's the end of what happened in the last episode. Anyway, let's get on with the actual podcast episode. This one's crazy. Me and Ruth both stepped out. Not outside, but like where they were. AKA, it's like this room. Kind of like, you know, in houses when they have a living room. Kind of like this central, I guess, area. It doesn't, you know, it's like basically that, you know, it's just like an area, <laughs> the main area, kind of, so that's kind of where we all go, um, not to watch the cameras, though we go to the camera room, duh, obviously, to her, to watch the cameras, but, uh, so I was like, what is it, what's up, and Ruth was kind of like falling behind me, and Khalil was like, okay, so I took some of Anne's sketchy blue powder, I was so happy that they all started calling it Anne Sketchy Blue Power. And I was like, ASVP. And he was like, ASVP, whatever. And I was like, you could have said that with a little more enthusiasm. But I get it, our friend just died. <laughs> I'm such a horrible person. But yeah, so, uh, he said, I took some of Anne Sketchy Blue Powder, a or ASVP. And he looked at me and I was like, yeah. And, uh, I kind of like, just sprinkled it everywhere around, you know, and kind of, like, looked for finger tips, like, um, 
fingerprints. Sorry, fingertips. Ew, that's disgusting. That's horrifying. Putting a bunch of cut up fingertips. Oh, oh, sorry about that. Anyway, sorry for putting that image into your head. But uh, so a bunch of fingerprints or anything. No, I didn't find any fingerprints. But me and Corey um, were both over by Jordan's house, and uh, well, Corey was over by Jordan's house, and I was over. Um, at, well, by the place where Delaney got, quote-unquote, murdered. He keeps saying, quote-unquote, murdered, as if he doesn't believe that the fact that she got murdered. She got murdered, Khalil. <laughs> I just want to get that out there. She's dead. They confirmed it. But I get it, you know. Grief, denial, it's, you know. Denial plays into grieving, so, uh, yeah. Um, and he was like, and, uh, well, I didn't find anything, but Corey, when he was over by, uh, the, um, uh, Jordan's house, he found some shoes, shoe prints, and, uh, they had, like, a really distinct design. He took some pictures, and he showed up the pictures of them. Uh, he was like, my phone was about to die, so I didn't really take a lot of them, and you could see his phone's clearly at, like, five or so percent. I was like, oh, of course, of course you didn't charge your phone, and he was like, Sorry, um, me and Austin, me, Austin, and Brayden were all up that one night trying to fix your phone, so that's kind of your fault, and, he's, and I was like, sure, blame it on me, and he's like, I didn't have any time, but then, um, Austin was like, okay, guys, 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 back on topic, what did you guys find, and I was like, oh, Austin, you haven't heard about this either, and he was like, no, I, I just got called in, I was actually using the bathroom for a sec, and I was like, oh, god, the bathroom's where, um, she got murdered, Delaney. And he was like, yeah, it was really awkward. Kind of weird. It felt weird going over there. Sorry, I just fell. Uh, I'm tripping over a bunch of stuff. Just walking outside. Anyway. Uh, and Cole was like, oh my god, shut up, Chad. <laughs> he didn't say that. <laughs> and Cole was all like, yeah. But anyway. Um, so, obviously, Corey has the pictures of the footprints. And I was thinking, well, both of us talked about it for a bit. And we both decided eventually that, uh, we should, like, check everyone's shoes, the bottom of their shoes, find this footprint, because obviously it's kind of like a weird print, and Khalil knows what the bottom of my shoes are like, they're feelers, so, like, if I were to do that, then, uh, it'd just probably be, like, a bunch of holes, rather than anything, because, like, the spiky part of the fila would sink into the dirt at the underground or something, and, uh, you know, it'd be a very distinct, like, design, and, uh, you wouldn't even need, like, any of the blue powder. You'd just see my footprints right there. And, see, the thing they did, if you guys aren't really following along or anything, but, uh, the thing they did really was, uh, obviously you would have covered up your, like, tracks or something, I guess, if you were the murderer. But, um, sorry, I keep saying, uh, I, I don't know why I keep doing that. I know what I'm gonna say, but I keep saying, uh, but, uh, like, if you're the murderer, you would have, like, covered it up. But, um, so the murderer did that, but there's gonna obviously be, like, some traces of it. And you couldn't really make out what the shoe design was. But there was something really distinct. There were three stars, like, a big star and then two littler stars on top of the big star. Uh, at the left, right, left. I sometimes forget which way left and right are, so I'm just, like, left, right, and pointing to both directions. Anyway, but, uh, so you could clearly see the fact that there were 
three just like stars in the middle and they were kind of like circled like on the shoes like a print you know you get it i'm sure but so khalil was like but i don't think we should just like well i'm not really sure if we should just ask everyone hey show me your shoe it's to find out the murder or if we should do this kind of like secretly and i was like i don't see why we would have to do it secretly i mean if someone completely just denies it and says hell no dude i'm not I am not showing you my shoe to find out who a literal murderer is, then obviously they're the killer. And we'll just have to, like, flip them over and we'll be completely justified. And Khalil was like, yeah, I guess that's true. So we all eventually decided that we were going to call everyone in, including the people who w don't work at the day. Because, um, like I said, some people who work at night decided, hey, no, I'm not working at the day at all. I'm doing something completely different. I'm hanging out with my family. But, uh, yeah. So, um, we called everybody in, and we did not start until absolutely everybody was there. We all told them, hey, if you don't come, you are, in fact, a suspect. And then a thought crossed my mind. I was like, and it was just me and Corey. And so, I, like, grabbed Corey by the shoulder a little bit, and I was like, hey, dude. Um, I was kind of, like, stuttering a little bit. Um, I never noticed how hot he was. Don't worry, he's not a love interest or anything like that. Um, I do have a little bit of a crush on him, but it's only a little one. A little, little, tiny bit. Ah, sorry. I just broke up with my boyfriend, and I got, I had to witness two of my friends getting murdered. So I don't think the crush would be that big anyway. But yeah, I, uh, so, uh, I looked at him, and I was like, what if someone has, like, multiple pairs of shoes, or maybe even just two pairs of shoes, and they just, like, uh, decided to wear, um, Sorry. I'm trying to find out how this microphone works. It's really complicated, and I'm just tweaking it around. Anyway, um, and it's very quiet, so sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, the quality's bad, <laughs> to say the least. But, um, there's some other dogs in the background. Anyway, I was, and he was like, oh, yeah, that, that could be true, but for now, I think we'll just have to, like, check anyway, and if we don't notice any, like, that specific pattern... And plus, we don't even know if it was really anyone who works here. And I was like, okay, but that's a really weird coincidence that both of the people that, like, work at night at this very shelter that we do know, everyone knows them here, apparently, they're two people who died. And he was like, yeah, actually, you're right. That, that does sound very weird. But, like, who knows if it's actually someone in the shelter. Like, it could just be someone who, like, listens to the podcast. And I was like... I'm not sharing this part with my podcast. <laughs> I was like, I was d damn ready to, to delete that. So don't worry, it's not it's not any of you guys. Don't worry about that. Obviously, you would know if it's you or not. Duh, but it's not. Don't worry. <laughs> I keep saying don't worry. Yeah. But um, so I was like, yeah, that's actually um, that's true. Um, but like you said, we should just check anyway. And he's like, yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. And so uh, we all checked, and we did actually see someone. With that exact same pattern on their shoe. Ruth. And I was like, I was kind of like backing away from Ruth. I was like, dude, right when we make up, did you, why would you do this right when we make up? And she was like, okay, no, no, no. You guys saw very clearly on the security footage tape that I, me and Jeremy both couldn't have done that. And I was like, stop bringing up Jeremy. And she was like, okay, whatever. I could not have done that because I was sitting stationary there, like, just, I did not leave, I did not move, you know, I have nothing to do with it, and, uh, 
Then I thought of something. Ruth, you could have altered the footage, right? Like, she's a singer and, like, slash songwriter. Not really, like, famous, famous or anything, but, like, uh, she does film music videos. I don't know if she's uploaded any, but she's really good at editing. And she can take one clip, obviously, like, this is, like, I feel like most editors can do this anyway, but, um, sorry, I literally have no clue where I left off in my sentence just now. Um, but, I know, I know what I'm talking about, I remembered, but, yeah. Um, basically that's something I feel like most editors can do anyways. So, uh, there was my mic, sorry. So, uh, I was like, and since she's the only one who's ever really allowed, technically, on the cameras, since she's the, like, camera person, anyone who hasn't seen the podcast is gonna be like, you're making that up for cooperative choices. I'm, I, I think, I don't know, but literally you go back to before the murder even happened, she's the only person allowed to be working on the cameras. The reason I said that first part bit, though, is because I, someone contacted me, and I forget what it was about, but they were like, you're just making that up for plot purposes, and I was like, what? No, I literally said that in a past episode, what? But yeah, so anyway, and it wasn't even like something... Uh, about the murder or anything. I don't know. I'm sorry. I, I got pressed about it for a bit. But yeah, I didn't respond to them. <laughs> I think. Anyway. So, uh. She was like, What are you talking about? And I explained to her, Well, you're the only one on the. Um. You're the only one on the allowed on the cameras, technically. And uh, you're the only one that's been on the cameras in the past 24 hours. Thus meaning. Well, not past 24 hours, but, well, day, sorry about screaming, yeah, uh, that's meaning, and not to mention the fact that you're so good at editing, don't take that as a compliment, take it as a threat, she was like, shut up, <laughs> cut me off and just, just to say shut up, and I was like, but, um, so, that's meaning, ho, that you did it, you, you could have done it, <laughs> I don't know why I said you did it, <laughs> like, what is it, but, yeah, you could have done it. You could have edited, altered the video footage. And Jeremy was like, that's enough. We did not do anything. And I was like, okay, why are you both saying, like, we instead of I or her? And Ruth was like, because we were both in the room, so technically you would be accusing both of us. I was like, oh, my God, ho, I'm just accusing you, Ruth. Why... Why do you just coincidentally have the exact same shoes as the person who killed Jordan? And she's like, I was visiting Jordan. And I was like, we never really thought of that, did we, Khalil? And he was like, no, no, we didn't. And so um, Austin was like, so we literally did not get any closer to figuring anything out. And I was like, well, did you guys find any, like, fingerprints? And, uh... Corey, <laughs> I was gonna call him Cole for a sec, uh, minute, anyway, I don't know why, huh, I know we're getting it, Cole, but anyway, uh, he was all, Corey was all like, no, well, I kinda found something that I think could be a fingerprint, but I never really brought it up, because it doesn't look like one, but it is kinda suspicious, I guess, and I was like, oh my god, dude, this isn't a horror movie, you're supposed to show us everything you find, you idiot, and I was like, I thought we had a connection. I thought he was gonna be hot. I thought he was cute. Why is he dumb? <laughs> oh 
getting mad again. That was perfect. I should be a cartoon voice actor. <laughs> I'm getting mad again. Sorry. Um, yeah, kind of killed the vibe there. <laughs> kind of killed the vibe there. I don't know if you guys heard me. <laughs> because I am all the way over here. Um, sorry. I am clearly very unprofessional. So anyway. Uh, he showed us the picture. It didn't. I didn't really know what we were looking at, and I guess Ruth didn't either. I still didn't know really if I could trust her, but, uh, she was like, oh, Corey, what is that? Just, like, so done with it, so done with everything. And, uh, Jeremy was like, this is stupid, this is all really stupid, this had nothing to do with anything. Like, I don't know why he just randomly decided to snap like I get it when Khalil snapped it was because of the blue powder when I snapped it was because my I just saw my friend just had died just then he just died <laughs> but <laughs> sorry um wow I'm literally going insane I'm losing my freaking mind I sound like a child losing my freaking mind <laughs> but anyway Jeremy just snapped randomly I was like shut up mom fucker and he was like, what? And Ruth was like, no, 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 no. She meant to say motherfucker, but I think she's kind of like pissed off like you are. And she just looked at me like, dude, don't call him a mom fucker. He might find out. Well, obviously he's going to find out that we know. And I was like, who cares if he finds out if we know? And Jeremy was like, what? No, what? Now, Jeremy's voice is what made me snap. We are, we're all snapping. We're Cracker Jacks, boy. The fuck? What? Okay, I don't know why I said, we're all Cracker Jacks, boy. But yeah, uh, <laughs> we're all snapping. Like, popcorn kernels, bro. No, they crackle, they don't snap. Uh, I don't know, something that snaps. We're, that's what we're all, <laughs> that's what we all are. Uh, bro, very skinny, very thin, very long carrots. I don't know. <laughs> That's what we are, though. So, uh, I, uh, uh, we were all getting into arguments, and I was like, um, yeah, Ruth showed me a video of you and your mom going, and he was like, Ruth, what the hell? <laughs> Satan just emerged from within me. What the hell are you doing? Why were you creeping around outside my house? She probably is the murderer. And Ruth was like, I was only doing it because Pixie told me to. I was like, don't. Okay, I, oh, you're the one creeping around in people's houses. I never told you to creep around by his house. I told you to find out who he's cheating on me with. And by the way, Jeremy, while we're at it, that's illegal. I could call the cops even if you're not the murderer. And he was like, dude, shut up. Like you said, Ruth is okay-ish at editing. And she's like, bitch, I'm fucking great at editing, so shut the hell up. It was just the three of us all arguing. Dude, it used to be the three of us against the world, dude. We were all best friends for literally ever, dude. Uh, uh, and, uh, and then Jeremy was like, oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? Well, uh, sorry, I thought it stopped for a minute. <laughs> and he was like, well, obviously... We could go check for, um, Ruth's footprints by my house, if you guys would like. And we could clearly just tell, like, we could see if anyone else was there, you know? We could see if anyone was involved in this creepy stalker-ish thing, you know? And, and he looked at me, and I was like, oh, God, shut up. I'd much rather be a murderer than be a mom fucker. 
and and we were just all arguing, and then randomly, Jeremy, I don't know in the argument what we were all saying, but Jeremy just randomly yelled, my mom is a MILF! <laughs> I thought it was so fucking funny, dude. But yeah, anyway, bro. So, uh, we did just that. We walked over to his house, I, just the three of us, Corey was like, oh, I guess me, Austin, and Khalil are the serious ones, and you three, us three are the serious ones, you three are the children, I guess. And Austin said that, and Corey was all like, he put his hand on his shoulder. Everyone's touching Corey on the shoulder <laughs> these days. I don't know why I said that. Uh, but, uh, and he was like, dude, chill. It's fine. I, they're all, I can see where they're coming from. Jeremy, you're disgusting. And he was like, it's not my fault your mom's not hot. And I was like, oh, <laughs> you. And then on the way there, Jeremy was like, by the way, Ruth's not innocent either, like, to you. Obviously, it's really creepy to me that she was just stalking me outside my house like a pervert woman. And I was like, she also took a video, not to, like, side with you or anything, because I hate you, but... And I don't know why I was going up against Ruth, but, yeah, we were all uh, up against each other. And she was like, yeah, yeah, sure, whatever, bitch hog. And I made up the name bitch hog. I... Hedgehog and bitch. I... Well, actually, my mom made it, and I just assumed it's not hedgehog plus bitch. Um, but, yeah, uh... So, I was like, oh, don't call me a bitch hog. And he's, and Ruth was all like, no, Jeremy, explain why, what you think I did ever wrong to you. And he was like, oh, no, it's not to me, but it's to Pixie. You also knew about this the entire time. You, you and I were best friends. You and her were best friends, actually. And uh, you knew I was cheating on her with my own mom. And you never said a word. And I was like, yeah, Ruth wanted to tell us why. You want to say why? And she was like, actually, I would fucking love to, dude. We were still on the way there. And she was like, Jeremy was threatening me and blackmailing me. And I think that someone that threatening would have totally been cool and not had a single problem in the world with killing somebody. And I was like, the fuck was he saying, dude? What? And everything went silent. And Jeremy was like, oh, yeah, you want to explain, Ruth? Because I said nothing. L listen to these made-up lies, these words, these made-up words, I guess. And she's like, oh, you're not pulling that bullshit on me, dude. They're not. Please, please trust me. These words are not made up. I was like, I don't trust either of you. You both lied to me. And she was like, I had a reason. Okay, I, because uh, what he was saying was that, oh, I'm going to beat you up. I'm going to knock you up outside the head. And I'm gonna beat you up outside in the back of the shelter if you tell anybody about this. And and I think he's keeping his promise. I think I'm gonna if I'm the next one dead, Jeremy did it. I'm calling it now. And he was like, You seem like the type of person to Ruth to say, Oh, if I'm the next person dead, then uh, Jeremy did it and just commit suicide so I get blamed. And she was like, What are you talking about? See? He's gonna kill me and then say it's suicide. And and I was just freaking out. I, st I don't know why I started crying. I was just so stressed, I started crying. And then um, Ruth started crying, and Jeremy was just like, Shut up! And I just, boom, I punched him. And I just, I, I started walking away, and Ruth was like, Pixie, no, wait, hold on. You understand? And I was like, I don't think I do, honestly. Um, I don't know, I guess. I just need some time to clear the air. I guess I trust you, Ruth. And she's like, thank you, it's fine. And I was just walking away, and I was, then I started running away, because Jeremy was, like, chasing after me, I was like, oh, 
Okay, yeah, I trust Reese more than anyone here, Vince. Aside from, like, Khalil. And I guess I trust Corey, too. Corey and Austin. Well, obviously, because uh, they're kind of on our side. That's what I'm just hoping. But, uh, yeah, so I was just running away from Jeremy. And he's like, get back here, get your ass over here. And so I tried calling Khalil because I, I was so stressed out, I completely forgot my phone wasn't working anymore. And, uh, uh, then Jeremy stopped, I guess, presumably, to call his mom. And I was like, Jeremy has his phone. And so I was like, Ruth, get Jeremy's phone, damn it. And I was pissed for no reason. And we both darted at Jeremy and, like, stole his phone, I guess. And he was like, that's illegal. And I was like, so is fucking your mom. And Jeremy, I mean, and then Ruth leaned in. And she was all like, and so is being a murderer, bitch. And we were both laughing and then, like, walked running away. And I looked over at Ruth and she looked over at me. And we just smiled with each other. Uh, and it was just really nice, honestly. In all, in all actuality, not that good memories. Kind of almost, almost made me forget about this whole thing that happened. Obviously, I'll never forget this, though. Like Papa said. But, uh, anyway. So, uh, I called Khalil and told him about how Jeremy was chasing after me. And eventually, Ruth was like, okay, I don't want to go home. I'm genuinely afraid of Jeremy. And I was like, instead of you not going home, what if me, Khalil... And maybe Corey and Austin all just, like, were home with you. And she's like, okay, not Corey and Austin, though. I don't know them well enough. I feel like they still don't trust me. I was like, girl, that's fine. That's cool. And so, uh, I told Khalil, you know, it's cool. We can trust her. It's, it's both of us. Two against one, even if she wasn't a murderer. Even if she is really, truly, genuinely a killer. You know. Uh, and so she was like, sure, whatever, cool. And, um, we both told Corey and Austin about the idea. And we, uh... We all agreed, if one of us dies, then uh, one out of the other two is a killer. Calling it now. And we were laughing, but, like, Jeremy looked pissed the next day. I So, oh, yeah, uh, we did have a sleepover, by the way. It was super nice, you know, it was chill, very relaxed, very calm, very fun. Uh, we eventually, none of us ended up sleeping. So we eventually just, like, realized, oh, hey, it is um, March 20th. I was like, if I die on the 27th, <laughs> and we were all laughing, like, <laughs> to be fair, that would not be very surprising. That would not be shocking, knowing your luck on the 27th. Other people fear Friday the 13th. I feel Friday, I fear Friday the 27th, March 27th. <laughs> Is there, I was going to ask a dumb question. Never mind. <laughs> anyway, uh. I was gonna ask, is there a 27th month? No, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, that's dumb. Okay, but, um, and then Bruce was like, or 24, I'm sorry, uh, t- ah, 27 days from now, and Cole was like, 27 minutes from now, and then we were like, 27 seconds from now? <laughs> Hours? <laughs> days? But yeah, uh, and we were all just like laughing. Um, talking about how 27 literally just cursed for me. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so obviously Jeremy did not show up that day, and I was like, oh, she's probably having sex with his mom. And they're all like, ew. <laughs> and so, uh, obviously, Corey and, uh, Austin were really happy to see us both, well, us all alive. <laughs> and he was like, I'm glad that three of you returned instead of just two. <laughs> And we were like, yep. And Corey and Austin were both explaining how they also had a sleepover. So it can't be anyone in our group. Jeremy's officially out of the group. You know, I, he's no longer in it, not in it anymore. 
but, uh, by the way, the police were, like, obviously called, I don't know if I mentioned that, <laughs> probably I did, but, uh, the police were kind of investigating, um, the hospitals were freaking out, you know, wondering how this all happened, the news was getting contacted, and, uh, I, uh, it, chaos, that's all I can, that's all I can really say about it, to be honest, to be fair, it was all just chaos, uh, but yeah, so, uh, sorry I keep saying that, uh, that day went by weird, well, pretty good, but, you know, without Jeremy there, kind of like, well, I wonder what he's up to, what, what's he doing, and then he came back, like, the next day, obviously, but, um, he was like, so guys, I, I was, uh, and he was kind of stuttering, but he was all like, I found some more stuff out about Jordan, and Ruth was like, oh yeah, Jordan, the one you killed, and Jeremy was all like, oh yeah, Jordan, the one you stalked, and we were all just like, oh, dude, guys, stop, bro, honestly. Uh, and he was, he showed us some other pictures he had on his phone. Some were even printed. I was like, Jeremy, you have a Polaroid? And he was like, don't talk to me. I was like, okay. <laughs> that was a weird conversation. Jeremy, you have a Polaroid? Don't talk to me. Okay. It's <laughs> so sad. But yeah, anyway, uh, we looked at the photos, and, uh, this is all just like, Jer not Jeremy, <laughs> Uh, sorry, Jordan's house, and I was gonna talk to, St I felt like I was gonna talk to Stanley, like I wanted to talk to him, so I called Stanley, well I didn't call him, <laughs> no, obviously, I, uh, I walked over, and I saw him calling someone, well talking to them on the phone, and so I just waited a little bit, and uh, he was like, okay, bye, I'll see you later, and then he hung up, and uh, then I just walked over to him, and I was like, hey, I don't know if you remember me, but I'm a friend of Jordan's, just looking, you know, kind of to ask you some questions. I don't think you killed him, by the way. And he was like, yo, I don't care, you know, what you guys think, because I know who did it. And, and I'm not telling anybody, by the way. And we were like, you're not going to tell us who murdered your own brother? I, he was clearly, obviously lying about this. He wasn't even looking as dead in the eye, and he was just like, yeah, I'm the one who killed him, bitch. I, and I was like, I thought you weren't going to tell us. And he was like, whatever. I didn't even know what that conversation was. But uh, he was getting a call. And he was like, shit, I told you not to call me. And he whispered that under his breath. It was Anne. And so I just grabbed his phone. I don't know why I'm stealing everyone's phones up in here. But yeah, by the way, Jeremy got his phone back. And uh, I was calling Anne. And I was like, Anne, it's Pixie. And he, she was all like, what? Uh, more drama I don't want to be involved in. And I was like, dude, don't worry. We trust you, you know, you're not involved in any drama. Truth is, I didn't trust her at all. <laughs> but uh, I was like, the people who worked at night, look, you, Delaney, and Jordan all uh, kind of, you know, went there at night. You know, you got you got down at the shelter and at night. I was going to say you got down and dirty at night. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I forgot what that meant for like three seconds. I don't know why. Oh, damn, dude, bruh. Anyway, uh. And she was all like, I don't know what you're talking about. And you don't need to pull that shit on me, honestly. We know. We all know. It's fine. We, you're not even, like, in trouble or anything. I'm like, what? Why are you denying it? And she was all like, look, if you think I had something to do with the murder. And I was like, I never said that. I literally said we trusted you. But now you're acting really sus. But I still trust you a little bit. And if you could prove to me that you deserve that trust then I will not talk to you anymore, unless you please. And she was like, okay, in fact, I do please. Can we all ask each other some questions? And I was like, 
Austin and Corey, do those names ring any bells? And she's like, yeah, they're some of the people that work at night. And I was like, cool. Do you mind if you talk to them as well? And she was like, I don't want to talk to Corey. And I was like, why not? What do you have against Corey? And she was, she told me, um, she was all like, she told me, <laughs> uh, sorry, I keep stepping on plastic. <laughs> but she told me, yeah, the last time I talked to him, we got into this, like, massive argument, this huge fight, I guess you could call it, you'd say, uh, about how we weren't technically allowed, quote-unquote, to work at the, um, shelter at night since we work at on it at day. We're at it at, on day? On day? What am I talking about? Uh, we work at it at, in, in day? I don't know. Uh, in the day time? I don't forget how she phrased it, but, I'm, by the way, this isn't word for I'm telling you in a nutshell, but, uh, in the daytime, but, uh, yeah, so that's basically when I quit, and I was like, is that why you quit? And she was like, I still work at the shelter, and I was just confused, I was like, wait, but, when I saw you at night, I didn't, like, see you, see you, like, when I was working at night, I didn't see you, when I, like, went there. And she was like, I never knew you went at night. I guess I was just somewhere else. You didn't see everyone there, did you? And I was like, well, I guess not. So hold on, you work at night, but not in the day? And she's like, yeah. I guess I just pretended to quit because I didn't want you to find out that I was lying to you. And then I was like, that adds a lot more suspicion to Anne, I feel. Because she could have, like, done something, I guess. I, like, uh, maybe poison them or, like, hit them. Like, got into a fist fight, I guess. Fist fight is where I was really leaning towards. Because, uh, Khalil said it looks like she got punched. Since even, like, the the wound was kind of, like, perfectly the size of someone's fist, it looked like. Because uh, it had, like, five direct upward, like, knuckle points where a knuckle would go in, to, And uh, it looked kind of like it was either a rock or something like that. A rock or a fist. And it had, like, a perfect thumb point, I guess. You could say, too. And, uh, so I was really, me and Cole both, we were really leaning toward the whole, it was a fist fight gone wrong, not attempted murder thingy. But then after I saw what happened to Jordan, I was like, okay, maybe another fist fight. Except this wasn't really a gone wrong, whole gone wrong thing. It was actually a, okay, I totally did this on purpose. I'm a horrible person thing. But yeah, so that put a lot more suspicion on Anne. And like, maybe she hit Delaney so hard during the gone wrong fist fight thingy, quote unquote, uh, that she just kind of went really out of it. But she, Delaney seemed very normal that day. So I, I don't know. And then I was also was like, okay, so come here. We're going to ask you a bunch of questions. And she was like, sure. And so I told them all, everyone, about what had happened. And they were like, cool, so she's coming over. That's nerve-wracking. And so y'all just, like, said, hey, you're greeting each other. It was at the middle of the night now. Not the middle of the night, but um, we told her this whole story about Jeremy. We told her about all the investigating we'd been doing. Uh, she even listened to one of the podcast episodes. I didn't know she knew. Hi, Anne. Hi, Anne. Um, but I told her, don't listen to the podcast, please. <laughs> um, she said, yeah, I don't really listen to it. I only listen to it because uh, 
that one time because I wanted to know what was going on without me. And holy shit, dude, I did not know. And I was like, sure you didn't, Anne. But yeah, so, uh, and she was like, by the way, I was actually gonna, looking forward to getting in touch with you. But I didn't really want to at the same time. I was like, why not? And she told me that basically she was just really worried. I think I was, uh, we all think she was lying, like lying to us. And, uh, think that she was, um, taking part in the murder. And I was like, yeah, we kind of do think that. <laughs> but yeah. So, uh, she told us basically in a nutshell that every night she went there alone and, uh, Jordan and Delaney were just kind of like there. And I was like, hold on. And she said they never talked. So I was like, hold on. How do you know Jordan's brother, Stanley, then? And uh, she was all like, oh, God. Um, well, I don't know. I just. Stan? I, that, I didn't know that was his brother. And I was like, Ugh, that sounds like you're stuttering a lot. And I don't think. I mean, obviously, people can stutter when they're confused. But that didn't sound like a confused uh, uh, at stutter, you know? Uh, it sounded like, uh, I'm lying and I don't know where I'm gonna go with this lie kind of stutter. So I was all like, you sure you and Jordan never exchanged phone numbers or a little bit of a glance? And she's like, we never, we like pretty much never even looked at each other, dude. Literally, straight up, swear on my entire, my mom's entire life, dude. I was like, swear on your own, and she was like, no, stop, you're trying to, I think you're the murderer, because you're trying to do this, you're trying to get me to swear on my own life, and I was like, you, so you won't, so that means you're the murderer, I didn't actually think that way, by the way, but, uh, I did find it kind of suspicious that she's, all of a sudden, after working with me, she was just blaming me, I also thought it was weird that she just automatically, randomly trusted me, and, uh, so I was all like, whatever, this story doesn't make a lot of sense, I, whatever. We're gonna all keep tabs on each other, and if you wanna, like, update us about anything that happens at night, then we'll trust you 100% fully. And, and, and then Ruth was all like, I don't know about that, and I was like, I gave her a look that basically said, dude, shut up, obviously we don't trust her, but come on, man. And she was like, oh, yeah, 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 I get it, I get it, I get it now. Uh, and she was, she was all like, uh, oh yeah, cool, cool, so I'll update you about everything that happens at night. For some reason, she wasn't thinking about the fact that we can clearly see the stuff that happens at night. But, we can also see if she's lying. And so, because uh, we have all the cameras. And so, Jeremy, like, never sh shows up to work these days. But, uh, anyway, uh, he didn't show up to work that next day. The next day. And, um, Ruth, when we were all packing up to go home, she was like, Hey, we can look at them tomorrow, but want to look at, like, all, every bit of past history of, like, and being here at night and just like or maybe just the stuff before the murder happened like if her and Jordan really did never talk and I was like that's a great idea yeah I don't know if we should look at them uh tonight really because she's gonna be working here tonight but definitely tomorrow and so we both like shook on it I guess we agreed and yeah that was our plan I don't know what I'm doing with my life anymore, so just listen to this. Thank you. I don't know what I'm doing with my life anymore, so just listen to this. Thank you. Har 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 har
I don't know what I'm doing with my life anymore, so just listen to this. Thank you. I don't know what I'm doing with my life anymore, so just listen to this. Thank you. I don't know what I'm doing with my life anymore, so just listen to this. Thank you. I don't know what I'm doing with my life anymore, so just listen to this. Thank you. I don't know what I'm doing with my life anymore, so just listen to this. Thank you.